1: How'd I breed all these tears? Cause I think it was we were doing like a bovine thing. When I'm so drunk on never clear.
0: Oh Ben, are you trying to remember the lyrics to the Those Who Can't theme song? That show doesn't
2: even exist anymore. Oh, it doesn't? But
1: I, I can't let it go. Uh-
0: Turn That Frown Upside Down. This is The Grolic Saves the World. My name is Adam Caton-Holland. I'm Ben Roy. And I'm Andrew Orvidal. And this is a comedy podcast about making your world a better place. And I've got to say, dudes, I think I found the best slogan ever with Turn That Frown Upside Down. I feel like that is what this podcast does. We should trademark it
2: for someone beats us to it.
1: Yeah, do you think you've found this? This is something you
0: think you've found. No. No, I know where I found it. It came to me from my past from an ad for Lionel Playworld. Lionel Playworld turn your frown upside down and i can remember it i can remember a kangaroo bouncing on a frown and turning it upside down into a smile
1: wait wait wait, wait wait Playworld wait wait, what was lionel play world what is this i don't it was know. like a toys r us or a. here a, in the states FAO's or short. just colorado or what i used to go to it in guam
2: and
0: samoa <laughs> my parents would take trips it was in colorado <laughs> no, for, for real. sure it, it was, was in colorado for sure was it not national did you not have it no they didn't I have, have toy stores in maine around.
2: they had little lumber Jack and
1: you went and got a little flannel and a little (laughs) a little hatchet. Don't knock an LL. That's what the first (laughs) LL and yeah, that's what LL Bean stands for. Little lumberjack
0: bean. (laughs) Little Little lumberjack
1: beans. (laughs) Little lumberjack bean. And they yeah, no.
0: Lionel Playworld was around. I thought it was national, but if only Andrew remembers. You remember it, right, Andrew? Yeah, dimly. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, I feel like it describes (laughs) us perfectly, and I don't know why I remember that. But this is the problem. Like I don't remember major life events. But if it's
2: an '80s commercial or song yeah. for a sitcom, I remember Celebrity I, Sports Center like it was yesterday. Did it
0: have a song? A jingle? I don't. Ha- I don't know if it has a jingle. But Ben, I know you feel me on this. I can remember every '80s sitcom song. Oh, dude, from front to fucking back. We do this and all the time. I can't remember. I don't remember my wedding day at all. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? I, I need well, to reorient I wanna, my brain. I, wanna,
1: I mean, I understand that because I'm going to be honest. Your wedding day was not all that memorable. I mean, it was no. It was just kind of
0: a blah like, wedding.
1: You know what I mean? You know, I love you. I love you too.
2: Um it was Horse-drawn carriage skydiving blah 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 we sat yeah, we've seen it before.
1: It wasn't <laughs> the, the, as you,
2: you put the horse-drawn carriage at the back of the B52 and the entire thing parachuted down. <laughs> right right and I can't remember any of that but as
0: long as it's like as long as
3: we've got each other we have got it. the world spinning right Exactly
1: <laughs> yeah anyway I need to I need to reorient a I'm lot I'm just of saying shit your wedding brain. wasn't as moving or as monumental as a season of perfect strangers
3: yeah, maybe you should have hired a
1: jingle writer
0: on the wings of my dreams if I could do my wedding again I would take Ben off of best man and I would put <laughs> um hey! <laughs> Rory Scoville, right in there, and Andrew, you'd stay the same. Oh, yeah, I figured.
1: Made me best man, and I fucking roasted the mayor. Remember when I roasted the fucking mayor? <laughs> he was, he was
0: governor. He was governor. Oh, at the he time. was
1: governor. Well, I fucking roasted that sad motherfucker, and then on the way, <laughs> all out, the way to the Senate. Yeah, and then on the way out, do you remember Rory pelting you in the face with rice? Like everybody had a handful of something. I don't know that it was rice. Was it like flour? No was
0: leaves or something cuz yeah. we didn't want to kill We didn't want to kill pigeons with rice. <laughs> yeah,
1: and as we're walking out everybody's gently tossing it and there's this video of Rory Scoville chucking the handful straight into your face. <laughs> I, do like, that. Was, I do remember that. I do remember that. It was I remember
2: remembers your wedding, but even better than you (laughs) do.
0: One thing I do remember was talking to the governor who was at my wedding and all of us were really worried about the election because it was days before the Trump Hillary 2016 election. And he he's like the governor. He had an inside track and he's like, we got it. We got it. Don't even worry about it. And all of
1: us were just like,
0: all right. Well, I mean, this if anybody knows, it's this fucking guy. Like, and yeah, smash cut to November 5th. And ooh, doggy, the world changed. But we got to focus on our world, don't we, dudes? Uh,
1: yeah. Ben, did you have something you wanted to start off with? Well, I mean, you're just sitting here humble bragging about the freaking governor being a freaking, at your freaking <laughs> funeral slash wedding. And I thought, like, I i think that that's Bullshit! Okay. You're not the only one doing cool things with your life. I went to I went to New Orleans for the week, and y'all, I've been doing I've been trying to care for myself and doing a lot of cool shit. So,
2: like talking like this, like going to New Orleans, the the famous place for caring for yourself.
1: I went on
0: a wellness trip
2: to New Orleans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How'd that work out for the Cash Money millionaires? They don't and, look well. Uh, the old they don't, the Cash the Money old, millionaires do not look well. The old
1: Salt Cave. <laughs> of New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I hit the Hot yep. Springs of New Orleans <sighs> for sure. Uh no, I went on a little uh, R&R trip. I went to Savannah, Georgia and I went to New Orleans. I did uh went to those for a week and I So you got a white trash w- group on? <laughs> You know, Adam, your <laughs> jealousy stinks. It's, you know, it smells like it smells like um, old baloney is okay. what it smells old like. Old
2: baloney, huh? It sounds like you'd know old. what that smells like after using that white trash <laughs> Groupon. Yep, it came with a <laughs> came with a free lunch of white trash on the Greyhound
1: bus. I did you have your fucking take a Greyhound, but Aloni. I'm a thrifty traveler. Anyway, sorry, sorry. I did I, take I... No, I went I went around the south on a little R&R trip, but I completed what was a challenge that we were looking at doing at one point, but we never got to, which is Bros I got a pedicure. Dude, I actually went and got a pedi. Ernest's Horn? Major
0: fucking gels on this one because I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> I've wow. always wanted you to get a better kid. You used an
1: earnestness horn to accent yeah. that, it. That's like how major who gels. Cares?
0: I <laughs> no. I don't want anyone questioning whether this is a real joke okay. I'm fucking jealous, All right. dude. I'm If only say, there was a place in Denver
2: you could find that did
1: pedis. Oh. I
0: know. He had, <laughs> I got to go to NOLA for that pedicure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, let me ask you. you uh, so I'm going to take it from that comment that neither of you have had a pedicure. Never. No, I'm into it. I'm into it. And I, I got to say, this was an experience. uh I might now the, a pedicure is they jerk you off with your their feet right no no buddy. that's a pedicab no. oh, that's a pedicab no. oh, <laughs> oh. go ahead mark in a hard edit and mark out a hard edit <laughs> can we, can here? we
0: rescind okay, re, let me next. rescind the earnestness one of the major <laughs> gels because I thought it was sort of a foot tug that they do on you
1: you a foot tug huh that's, that foot foot tug, tug. that's what it's yeah. called
2: that's what it's called
1: yeah I thought it was a it's foot called a soul tugger, job. that's why you had to go to the south. <laughs> Okay, well, I thought we were going to talk about what I had done in a serious tone, but I can see that Adam is now on the sexual terrace of his mansion (laughs) and... the sexual
2: tariff city he's got oh, a sexual Oh, but look at his terrace.
1: kimono he wears this, this salmon
2: colored kimono when he's out there
0: and it's wide open yeah i don't i don't close it it's wide yeah. open so there's a you can
2: see a strip of skin
0: lot all the of way down, down the
1: middle a lot of yeah. coming through there no i got okay so yes i got um, a pedicure in savannah i'm sorry i had it done in Savannah uh and story's got so many holes <laughs> <laughs> but anyway dude my right big toe was so fucked up that when the woman started working on it she actually went oh god and then <laughs> going to ask and then <laughs> that'd be my concern
0: that they're like your feet are fucking busted yeah. she didn't
1: she actually had almost in a uh something about Mary when they call when the police officer or the fireman calls in other people into the bathroom when he zipped his junk up, she actually <laughs> like got the person the other person working to come and look at my my big toe because my nail had, had dug into the cuticle so far uh. and she pulled that friggin thing out along with a lot of skin oh. around it. They do this like thing they where get, they, they pull get the, that
0: involved they're like they're taking your toenail and wrenching it out of out the toe of like the they're cuticle
1: fixing it. yeah but it doesn't hurt i will say there wasn't a lot of pain to it they do it very well they have this flat tool that they kind of slowly dig your nail oh, out ouch. of the cubicle, cuticle and then what they do is they almost like caulking around a window like they Did they use, they pull wait, they used bathroom caulk on your toe bit <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. They use
0: they use frosting. It's like a gingerbread house. No, I'm delicious. Just, I'm
1: just, guys. I need you to stay with me here. So then, what they do is they pull around the toe. They 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 they, they take all of this skin that's got in there and grown over, and they, and it comes off just like a strip, like you're ripping off that thin seal on a on a, on some cheese on a shirt sure. on a, on a sure. You know what I mean? A Tillamook or a Coyote Gold Cheese? It's giving me the little, like,
0: the little clear membrane around a nice sausage that you've sliced up. you got to pull that off. Well, see, this
1: shows our different socioeconomic (laughs) statuses, because I go a Tillamook Cheese.
2: Right, which is fine sausage. I'm going pack of cool cigarettes, but I get what you're
3: saying. Okay,
2: okay. Yeah,
0: yeah,
3: yeah.
2: (laughs) But the point is, we
0: all know thin membranes to pull off. We all have different references. Yes,
1: exactly. She just grabbed a hold of this thing all the way around my toe from the – from one side all the way around, pulled this white strip out with beautiful ease and then pried it all up. My toes, y'all, they've never looked better. Like this was – it was great. We did a lava treatment, which is where they drop this like foaming little ball, and your feet are in this massage pool of warm water. I okay, gotta that's tell y'all, underselling. Lava I gotta tell quite y'all, bit, this was be- what uh, Andrew. Okay, if you're jealous too, sound the earnest I'm not. Sound I'm, I'm the not jealous. jealousy <laughs> horn.
0: <laughs> the,
2: the jealousy sound. slide whistle. The- <laughs> No, I, I think it's a gel. It's called the gel
0: siren, and it goes off for a while. Oh, it's the going.
1: jealousy siren. That's a new one. I, I like this. Yeah. Ben, this sounds awesome. I am jealous. I've
0: always wanted to do it. I, I love that in Savannah, Georgia, your toe merited
2: attention from other coworkers. That's wild. Well, yeah, I, bet, was, uh, oh, I, they, I bet they saw you walk in and they were like, not me, not me, not me, not me, not me, not, <laughs> me, not me, not me, not me. And they're like, Debra, look at his Deborah, cauliflower can you ears. help Ben out <laughs> look here? At his cauliflower ears. <laughs> yeah. If his ears look like that, yeah. I don't want to see his it's fucking got toes. got fucking but- motorcycle boots on. These, these fucking... <laughs> The, These feet the, have been the, baked the like, in a clay oven all day. Enjoy <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy my tandoori feet. <laughs> I don't like
1: tandoori feet. I'm gonna be honest. I think that was great. <laughs> they do everything though. They like then they go on the bottom of your feet, which kind of tickled, and they take this like kind of emery board and they and they like sand off any little bit of calluses all over your feet. So my feet are like baby soft right now and do you i think are you walking photos different? for the patreon can we get photos of your feet for the patreon yeah I have a, feeling a lot of people would
2: go up to the top would tier you do a photos? feet and greet where people can touch your feet after <laughs> the live Grolic show
0: <laughs> ben and you've been asked a question will I also want another will, response will
1: you <laughs> <laughs> immediately i went to a visual of that that i can't go back from I'm what's your sure. visual because i've got one too i've got one too for sure it's just me sitting sitting in a folding chair with just uh. one shoe off <laughs> lazily danging my foot out there <laughs> Oh, my, I had to get the merch table it. feet
2: up on the merch table. Like, you can get a shirt, you can get a sticker, or you can check out Ben's new baby soft feet. Mine
0: is the same. Mine is the same, but Ben's uh, God is—they're shaking his foot like it's a hand. <laughs> everyone, everyone gets to shake his foot the f- on the way out the door. The
1: feet and greet is truly, truly <laughs> troubling, Andrew. Well, if your you're in Denver guy, for is- this
2: January Grawlix, hmm? no promises, but we'll see. Oh my yeah, God, I have a question so for, for you. Funny. Did you get your nails painted? We asked you this in the cha- in the group chat, and you did not respond. Now's the time for honesty. Yeah. I did not. You did didn't? Not you
1: had a freebie to get your nails painted? No, go. I did not. That's did the main reason to go. I didn't you gotta get my, do it. I didn't get my nails painted. I just, I was sitting there, and so- she she was the what the best part is they do this calf massage. They like now we're rub getting into your calves and, about. and <laughs> no and, and they and they get into the to the like to the shin and everything. And so yeah. I was more Yeah, then, then where does the massage go? Up. And then they do this penis massage. <laughs> <laughs> I, you're, why are you laughing at that, Andrew? It's not that funny. It's so stupid. <laughs> uh, it's so dumb. It's not that funny. Penis. I don't understand. Why. Andrew's
0: firing darts today. You stay away. Out. You stay off of my boy. He's uh, crushing it. I well, love all. Anyway,
1: these. I got to tell you guys. I I loved the pedicure. I want you both. I'm challenging you both to go get a pedi right, and to come out it it. and talk about. I'm getting this my nails painted was, though. I'm
2: not going to waste the opportunity. Absolutely, I'm getting my nails painted. I'm
0: treating it like a orthodontist trip, and they got new bands. It what was color in it. Well, honestly, black and purple for the Rockies. I
1: just <laughs> didn't think of it. I should have asked, but I just I don't know. I, I guess you were in Georgia,
2: the and pedicure. they wanted you to live. So fine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, Andrew that's, uh, is uh, on you, you fire. <laughs> People who are listening right now are like Andrew is in fuego, and which is crazy because Andrew came in half asleep. He was bleary eyed, but we got to get him like this more often. No, is exactly. truly troubling. But, um, but anyway, so, the
0: night before we pod, let's all call Andrew at like four a.m. Just <laughs> yeah, get him up because I think that's when we're going
1: to get the best version of him. And Adam is still on his sexual terrace <laughs> in that salmon kimono and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just speaking speaking uh, of jack shack's.
0: A, i have a bluetooth i have a bluetooth and i'm all and i'm on with a call overseas hold on it's overseas i keep
2: saying <laughs> okay. do you do you all remember uh, speaking of jack shacks do you remember when we were making those who can't we were making it in studio nope. city los angeles and we were right next door to a massage parlor that got brisk business from dudes oh, yeah. all throughout the day oh, yeah. and our writer's right. assistant Ian McLeese the very funny Ian McLeese did some research and found out that not only was it a jack shack he found a website that was like jack shack maps of Los Angeles like just Yelp for
1: rub yeah, and tug massage called? parlors tug, tug tug something I thought <laughs> wasn't it tug it was it was uh, was it tug, tug maps? maps? Was
2: or? it tug maps? Uh, I, I feel know. like it was tug
0: maps. <laughs> I think it was where in the tug is Carmen San Diego. It was, it was that. It was a fun one, and there was little like Carmen getting tuggers all over the L.A. area. It was uh, cool art. Uh, uh,
1: <laughs> I don't remember uh, tug shots. Uh, I don't know what it was. I don't remember. On. And more importantly, I don't want to remember because I'm never going what was to say it was it had the word maps in it. But but actually, it's funny you brought up those who can't and our offices. Uh Producer Ron received recently. He, he received a very interesting letter from a fan. And uh, Ron, let's let's go ahead. Let's let Ron out of the producer kennel. Let's go ahead. We'll take the blanket off it that keeps him quiet because if he's in the dark, he doesn't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's an object it's permanence like a thing. Yeah. And so let's open it up. Let's un- open the cage and let Ron out for a second so that
2: I still have the shock baton ready. Ron, no funny business. Uh- <laughs>
3: Hi guys. Hey Ron. Ron, you're still there. I'm still here. Uh Ron, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Happy New Year to all to all of you. Uh we're uh we're getting emails from fans. So I got I'm gonna read this to you real quick. Okay. Great. So this person wrote in, this is anonymous. Uh they said, I have recently come into possession of something that belongs to Andrew that I would like to return to him. It is the bedazzled Smoot track jacket and pants that Fairbell wore in the wrestling episode of Those Who Can't, and it is just as amazing as it sounds. Uh, This person said uh, they'd like to throw money at the guys to support them, was Googling around to see if Adam and Andrew had any merch for sale online, which you don't. Uh, and found. Sorry, random... it's
0: all in boxes of my garage unsold. Why would I put it online to give it
3: access? <laughs> fair. <laughs> fair. That's a that's a whole. It's aging cool. like wine. Cool. Story, that's a whole separate dude. thing we can talk about that you maybe you should start doing because people are looking. Yeah, fair enough. This person. So this person went looking around on eBay for farebell shirts oh, yes. and found a bunch of farebell stuff. Yeah. Which they thought was kind of creepy, but uh, they also thought this stuff only belongs to one person and that person is Andrew. So they would like to offer and see if, uh, if Fairbell would like his tracksuit back.
2: Amazing. Wow. That is so nice. Thank you. Thank you for digging that
1: up. Yeah. It's, uh,
3: it's cool, but
1: you know, it it brought up something that uh a discussion that i think we could have and we probably should have about those who can't uh just uh something are you, are uh,
0: you firing
1: me the show's of,
0: canceled you can't fire well, me
1: now you can't fire me because i quit i quit too <laughs> i think that that's what we're going to talk about is uh we have we have feelings about those who can't and truthfully a lot of our fans have questions we get questions about it all the time so let's do that let's uh let's take a a quick break um Real quick reminder to everybody listening. We have a Patreon page. We talk about it a lot. Patreon.com forward slash Grolic saves. And just a heads up, one of the perks of being a Patreon member is you get a birthday shout out. Uh, But now we're really climbing up in the number of members and it's become uh, something that now we've put specifically on Patreon. You do not need to be a subscriber to see these uh, Patreon videos and our shout outs. Um, You can just head on over to Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Grolic Saves. You can watch them for free. Uh, but if you do want. They are unhinged. They're, and they're awesome. the best So
0: watch them. They're and very And if you fun. do want
1: your own, subscribe. It helps support this podcast. Obviously, there's boy crazy. There's ad free episodes. There's all kinds of bonus. Cons. Photos
0: of Ben's tugger and Savannah. We'll get and a video. Greet. All the of it. The feed and
1: greed. The feed and greet. The feed and greet. Um, so but to all of you that currently support us thank you so much to those of you that have been patreon curious uh go check it out uh (laughs) patreon.com forward slash Grolic (laughs) saves we're gonna take a
0: wait to those about to patreon
1: we salute you (laughs) let's so thank you, Adam, for interjecting that. in. that was impressive.
0: I thought it should go in there. But when I said it, it didn't land as hard as I wanted.
1: <laughs> so let's uh, let's uh, go ahead. We'll take a quick break. And when we return, uh, let's talk about some feelings about those who can't. Uh, let's decide uh, what to do about these pants. Uh, shall we uh, stay tuned? How do I sign up? We're not trying to sell it to you, Andrew. You don't have to. Jesus. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, it sounded good. Okay, how do I sign up then? <sighs> Fuck it. You can sign up now by visiting patreon.com forward slash Saves. I do want to sign up. <laughs> <laughs> Staying with grandma is of fun. Magic surprises forever.
0: We are back, and Patreon normally you do get the ad-free episodes, but we had to play that Lionel Playworld ad, and it is everything I remember it as. I na- oh god, that took me that took me to a good
2: place. I feel really safe. There was now. You should, Adam. You I download gotta, it on your say- phone, and you can just listen to it before big events in your life. Yeah. Yes, Adam,
1: I'm uh, your memory was amazing. There was a, a, a scampish little kangaroo in there and it and bounced I, on I, a frown I, and turned it upside down. It,
0: uh, it, well, in the neighborhood that they depicted in a sweet little slice of animation, that it was like live action, then it was animation. That neighborhood is a neighborhood I'd like the three of us to try to get homes together. A lot of grandmas in. like to get homes in Mary's grandmas. That's so, a ways
2: away from Rift City. I love- that's a that's a road trip to
0: Lioneltown. That's a ways. <laughs> We'll go to Lionel Town. I feel like Lionel Town is what we're aspirational towards. Like when we make enough money to finally leave Rift City behind. We're going to Lionel Town. We're going to Lionel Town.
2: We're getting homes. All right. Right. Well, for those of you listening to this, you can Google the commercial if you want to know what we're talking about. But uh
1: (laughs) yeah. But uh, before the break, uh, producer Ron in act one uh, here had read uh, this Lovely message from a fan who off of eBay has found some memorabilia, namely a, 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 a track suit that Coach Fairbell played by the lovely and effervescent Andrew it right here. Uh, are we doing the, the credits live? now? The live the, uh, are, and And We and that you wore during the wrestling episode, if I'm correct, right? This was what your character – the episode was called The New Dog in the Yard. And it starred WWE superstar Kurt, Kurt Angle, Angle, which was by far, if you all remember, when we filmed that episode, to me was the biggest star, the biggest hubbub of anybody that had ever been on set. Remember, I don't know if you remember the kids at that school. You're out of your god. You're out of your god. The kids at mind, that school were you freaking think. the fuck out. Like yeah, they wrestling were like, fans were people.
2: losing it. Kurt Angle, huge name in the wrestling world, one of the rare actual wrestlers and pro wrestlers right he won an olympic medal he
1: won and not and not and ron put it producer ron put in the notes real quick huge person not a huge person actually shockingly little uh he was Mm -hmm. maybe five eight five nine he was not a big guy i mean stocky like built very well but i think i could take him just because of the height advantage neck neck like
2: a rottweiler
1: yeah for sure. Uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. Remember, his neck was all fucked up. He had to like – Yeah,
2: he had to like – He had to yeah, kind dude. of rotate on his uh, center axis to, to yeah. look – Yeah, he
0: was telling me that he was he was going to get the same treatment that Peyton Manning he's been, got. Yeah, he's been fucked up pro wrestling.
2: Neck. It's no joke.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The clothes, though, these items that people find on eBay, you know, this person is saying, well, I found this stuff, which is amazing um, but this is not uncommon. There have been uh, various pieces of memorabilia from the show. I got the badonk shorts. I don't know if you remember the bedazzled badonk shorts. How oh, can I forget? Uh, I remember. My ass looked non-existent in those, and I hope no one ever sees that again. Um, I've been working on my squats since that day. Yeah, that was a tough outfit, but there have been, Adam, didn't you? Did you get some things? I walked away with merch. I didn't. I didn't let that merch escape.
0: What did the you get? What I had what I wanted, and I took it. Uh, there was one episode. I can't remember what it was, but it was like an old satin Denver Broncos jacket that was so cool. Old logo, blue and. Back orange. when it looked
2: like a horse.
0: Yeah. It was
1: uh, the Justice's blind one with the dude from Reservoir Dogs, Michael Madsen. Michael Madsen. He played a blind cop. Yeah. Michael Madsen. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Michael Madsen. Yeah.
0: Um, I, well, yeah, I took that jacket and then Andrew and we, we cleverly wrote
2: in a pair. I of wrote them in boots. for you in episode eight of season three, because I was like, oh, Adam's going to love these boots. And you did. Yeah, you got, we had learned, you got dude, red we had learned
1: boots. by the end that you could if you could write in certain pieces of wardrobe that you may get to walk with, because like right now, Milo wears it as actual like regularly because he loves it a smooth real smooth letterman jacket with the s and the i have yeah. i
0: got one of those in the basement i've never
2: rocked nice it. i auctioned mine off i should auction mine off on what <laughs> on ebay no it was like a charity thing i was it a comedy works i think no that's lame Sorry. take it no, yeah it was well, a charity auction um
1: but so this is happened <laughs> the other weird thing that we've never talked about that we learned right at the beginning was when we used to – during the first season when we would go to like TCA's, which are these television press events or to upfronts, there would be people waiting outside and you see them on TV all the time for you to sign autographs. And they always have photos of you, these obscure weird photos. And they're people – They're fucking they're creeps freaks. with those photos. They're dude. fucking assholes. Yeah. That's why we see a they're lot And they're not of fans.
2: Times, they're just autograph collectors and they're just basically – getting the autograph of every single person they can in the hopes that it will be worth a bunch of money at some point.
1: Exactly, and no one realizes that that like or very few people realize that a lot of times when stars turn those down or are shitty and they catch it on video on TMZ or something of them being shitty it's because the person is worried that that's what it is like or that they're being shitty to somebody who's like i know what you or guys are talking Or that is what doing. it is yeah, because they act like oh hey can i get they know
2: your name they yell your name i had a very like acrimonious relationship with those people <laughs> like they would be yelling after me and i would absolutely not give them the time of day i don't i remember andrew threw this hot tea in this one dude's <laughs> face and you could
0: see it scalding him and he's like well, i just <laughs> am actually have actually my signature wild. i said well, and i spent, walked off
1: eight weeks in a minimum <laughs> security prison for sell that assault. on
2: ebay to- <laughs> <laughs> but Well
0: then he slapped a waiter. I remember Andrew slapped a waiter after that. It was wild. It was but a fun day. This
1: email uh just brought up something that I know we've talked about kind of individually, but I don't know that we've ever really talked about as a group. Um and it's something I'm struggling with as that show recedes further and further into the distance behind us. And as many people who listen, know, becomes more and more difficult to find to stream anywhere. Um, Right. It's caught in limbo
0: right now. It's very hard to stream fucking anywhere.
1: Basically what it is, is this complicated relationship I have with it as a credit of mine. Like this feeling like I feel like a fucking hack that I'm still like, that it's still being used on stage. You may recognize them from, you know what I mean? It's like this thing that I have this um, very conflicted relationship with. Uh, I have a lot of very conflicted feelings about my time doing that personally, my own time, as we've talked about, like it was a difficult time mentally and emotionally for me because of the stress from it we all dealt with the stress from that in different ways and i just wanted to talk to you guys about like how you feel that about it now that it's so hard to find and that people will plug it but you can't fucking find it no one can fucking watch it, and it's like your life's work is not even available to you like to us we can't find i don't own copies of it
2: yeah it's it's you know so what
1: comes out is sometimes that on ebay we get Hey, I found some of your shit floating around in the ocean of the internet. Do you want me yes, to scoop geez. it well, out of the water and send it to you? Your life's work? Like, that's what I feel like. I don't know. That tracksuit you know? is not
2: shit. That's a, that's a fine boot. Um, uh. <laughs> but but God, I'm packing these things, I guess, one by one. With the credits thing, I totally know what you mean. It happens, I, I'm sure, to all of us. Uh, I'll get brought up. to like, you can watch – his show, Those Who Can on HBO, and and I I didn't tell them to say any of that. They'll just say it, and I'm like, okay, there's so many things wrong with this. It's not on HBO anymore. It was, yes, on their streaming service, and you can't find it anywhere. Um, but I've made peace with it because if I don't tell them specifically what to say, and we all, or I think a lot of comics at our level, you just... When they're like, hey, what do you want me to say? You're just like, whatever you want. You know, I'm not like, I've got my whole intro like ready for you. And if I'm letting them just like freestyle, they're just going to grab the stuff that they remember the best. Because I would not probably – sometimes I might use that credit, but in general I wouldn't. But but people want to use the credit you're most remembered for with that crowd – as they see it like we've all been at comedy works and had to bring somebody up and be like you you might have seen him on SNL and it's somebody who was on SNL like 18 years ago but they're still getting brought out because they were on SNL and they're known to be on SNL and so as in in the the comedy game you the crowd you want to like ping the crowd's interest with the thing that they're that they're going to find most important you might have more interesting projects like i've had people bring me up they're like he's a game designer he's got his own game company i'm like what the fuck are you doing like do you are you why are you digging me this grave before i go on stage like so i think it's just a way it's just that the uh not to sound mean about it but it it's the cheapness of of the language of a comedy intro it needs to be as junk food as possible because you you're trying to get all these fish to come up to the surface here like come on like pay attention and it's time for something important you've seen them on this you've seen them on that and they're like oh a tv show okay i've heard it doesn't matter if they've seen the show or not. It doesn't matter if the show hasn't been on the air for three years, four years, whatever. It matters that you were on a TV show and in their their language, that's something worth paying attention to. So they, I just made peace with it in that way. If I, if I really don't want them to say it, I just give them a very specific intro that doesn't say it in there at all. I hear that as well, but it's also like uh, it, it, we get a lot of
0: credit amongst our peers, because we did the thing. We sold a show and made three seasons of the show. So to anyone who's in the entertainment business, people know how hard and rare that is. And I think the thing is, we did not. It was our first effort. And there was certainly a lot of back and forth. People don't know how it was on Amazon. And then there was a year of like, it fell apart. And then it came back and true resurrected. There was a lot of Uh, nervousness around that for us that we experienced. But to anyone on the outside, and I think to us kind of looking back, it was like we just rode a rocket ship. It's like we had this idea. People liked it. It got made. We did three seasons of it. And I don't think it was our first thing. We never knew how hard it is to get something made because our first thing we got made. And now we haven't made anything since that the public has seen. So it felt like we were just on this rocket ship was going up, 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 and then it just stalled. And now we're kind of like, will there ever be another fucking thing? I think that's, that's really hard e- to sell e- those things. I think
1: that that's the thing that's been the most uh, difficult. I, you know, I tell new comics that now that I see like. On the climb up, like I see people getting on the ride and they're having those moments, people that I know like that are coming out of the Denver scene or just people nationally that we've known for a long time through doing stand up. I I see it. And that's the thing that I try to tell people is like, know when it's enough, like know when you've reached a goal that you can say, hey, I achieved this. I should be proud of myself for just even getting here. Take that as a win. Anything over this is gravy because I didn't know that. I just thought, well, like I'm going to get, we're going to make a TV show. I'm going to be happy, like, you know, and with it and feel like contented, like I've accomplished that. But it's a weird fall from that place i mean it's a strange fall
0: it's also like there's a million reasons why our show was not a giant hit and I, i think a lot of them were that it was like you know it wasn't streaming at the time it was you had to watch it old school on cable like no one else really didn't do and so there's just like there. I think we also were hoping, Hey, this will be a mega hit. It will be like, it's always sunny in Philadelphia and we'll be big stars. We, you know, it'll, and it'll just be nothing like this from here on out. And I don't think it hit that way for a variety of reasons. I still think it's fantastic. I think I'm very proud of everything we did. And I think people who watched it are like, what the fuck, why didn't it become big million answers we could give you. But that is another frustrating part is just like it, it, it does remain relatively obscure. So it is kind of hard to hang your hat on a thing that not everybody saw, and that no one can see anymore.
2: Yeah, the delisting of it hit me maybe the hardest of all of it because for a long time, uh, you could buy it on Google or Amazon. You could just buy it and own it like you could buy seasons of any TV show. Um, And it was streaming in various places. And then over time, it stopped streaming places. But then we discovered, I discovered it wanting to watch it with my teenage daughter, I was like, all right, it's time to watch Those Who Can't, the show I made. And I went to try to find it. And it just is does not exist in the US on, on in any market. And I was like, what happened? What? How is this possible? And that probably hit the hardest because I, I guess it was I was just naive. I thought that once you make something and it's out there even as a digital product, it's out there forever. Like you just think of that. Like if you want to watch all the seasons of the A-Team, you can go on your Apple TV right now and you can yeah, find them exactly. and buy them. You just you just take it for granted. It's just always going to be out there. No, it could very easily not always be out there. And if you don't make a physical run of it, which we did not, I, I know it came up in some conversations where we're like, who's buying DVDs? Who's buying Blu-rays? Nobody's doing that anymore. Who's watching it on standard who's, cable? Yeah. No one <laughs> fucking let us stream it, dipshits. But that was like- Perhaps hit the hardest because it was this crazy erasure that I just didn't know could happen. Although I have had it happen in other, uh, there was this like dust up with Spotify in the comedy world. They delisted my albums from there. But that wasn't yes. as severe because the album still existed. You could go to my band camp and buy it, something like that. I've also had a whole library of Nintendo games, digital Nintendo games that got erased by Nintendo uh, which was insane because I again you just think I own these games. No, no, you own a license to play those games. If you don't have the physical copies, they can just remove your license to play those games legally under the terms of use, and you just lost five hundred dollars worth of video games that you owned digitally. So the whole podcast pivots into yeah, this, Andrew's Yeah, just I've been waiting. I've well, been yeah, waiting just to no, Nintendo but I'm just stuff, saying. Like but these things, I think that as as we're all as society kind of fumbling in this accelerating digital age. There are things you take for granted because you are like, yeah, this exists now and it will just exist in the future. No, it can just get delisted. And if it was digital, it's just gone. It's just... I just put out a new uh, special... And I think I'm gonna look
0: into ways to put it out on vinyl. So there's a physical fucking thing that my sons can have when I'm gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. who knows so, if you can watch my special and four years. Yeah, that th- hit
2: I, that hit especially especially. Hard, hit but really hard. We have learned that there could be some like there might be some like legal issues, some claims that were going on. I don't I don't even have any details to possibly speak on. So it could be a situation where it definitely comes back once some things have been and we are resolved. trying. We have our people trying. Um, it, True TV's been gutted. There's no one to talk to. It's because it'd of be hard cool. Even if you answers. had to buy it, it, it would be cool that it exists. Because having it,
1: well, that's that's delisted that's was I guess very why I'm bringing it up. Is sobering. that I did a very big show recently for a sober community like event, like it was a benefit for like sober living in a sober space, and and I had a very good set, and it, and at the end I had. People asking me, oh, what was the name of the TV show you were on? And then later right. on down the road, like a few days later, I had people that had been there saying, hey, I'm trying to find it. Where is it? And I look like I'm a fucking liar like that. Uh, right, you know, right, they right. can find proof that the show existed. Yeah. There's but a- I've never seen. An, and like Andrew said, that hurt m- more than anything. It's like having assault like salt rubbed in a wound when you're like, really, I feel like the only tangible thing that people have that they can get is a few items that pop up on, uh, on eBay or on Amazon for sale that I'm sure somebody in our costume department and wardrobe, like had, had. they, they were offloading, whether it's Warner time Warner was doing that, you know, just trying to make a little money off of stuff who knows, but it's, and that part is, I feel like a fraud. Like I, at points yeah. I feel like I'm a fake. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying, but
0: there's a lot there's, look, no one has seen all the scripts that all of us have sold that didn't get made. Right. No one has seen that. And right. those doors and those projects wouldn't have happened without those who can't. So it is hard to get a show on the air, but we continue to have every door open to us because we have done this before. For sure. And so I feel like that is not a small thing. If you go into a meeting with a network, they're like, they're the guys who did this. And every network knows. Yeah. Well, it's hard to get a show made and I don't care if I need to watch that or not. Like I know these, these guys have done it. They know how to run a set, how to write shows, all
1: that shit. There is a big part of it that, that people will listen to you and take you seriously. Even if, if your show was like good, like it may not have got a ton of great ratings for whatever reason. And like you alluded to Adam, there were a lot of reasons why that show did not, and including that when we've met with executives from other networks have said uh well you didn't really get that fair of a shake in a lot of respects right. um not I don't want to throw anybody under the bus it's done is done and I'm trying to let some of the bitterness of that go because we did get an amazing opportunity but it's I'm also just feeling like when uh, when do I get to brag about the shit I'm doing now you know what i mean like yeah. when is it yeah man I, there's an Andre 3000 lyric, and I'm not gonna
0: rap it, but I will say it. It's like uh, they say, uh, "You're only funky as your last cut. You focus on the past. Your ass will be a has, but." So it's like, what have you done lately? You know what right. I mean? Like, I don't care about what you did five years ago. What's your new thing? And, what's what's the latest? Your,
2: but shit? you are doing and, and stuff all, all all the time.
0: You
1: just wrote right. a, that a, a stuff. Special. Doesn't make it public. We don't talk about selling scripts or having things in development. Because, no, but yet and especially special during out? a stri- yeah, You're I, I, and that's hyena. what I'm saying. That's like, huge. I guess that's what I maybe for myself am w- wondering is like, should I just just start accepting like, okay, that that was a p- time in my life if it comes up, but I'm not gonna drop that. Y- y- you know what I mean? Like, well, let's talk about
0: let's talk about being active about this because I understand these exact fucking feelings. I have them all the time. The biggest thing we ever did. Didn't make us stars, and you can't find it now. <laughs> so it's just like, okay, boy, when shit. you put it like that, Adam, are. it's
1: like you took a big old shit in my hand, and it, But like it's true, dude. So like, are we gonna some are we gonna sit here with a little uh,
0: bit of but, not, but too I will. On it. <laughs> I listen. I refuse to let that be a failure for us yeah. because as you and I both know, we continue to sell shit. We continue to pitch shit and our stand up just goes up, 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 up. And this podcast grows and grows and grows and fans come up more to me about this podcast than people do about those who can't. And so I'm trying like truthfully I've, and I've got a lot of feelings that I piped off about recently in a post <laughs> about who's getting really big in comedy and becoming stars and whether they deserve it. And it's so toxic to spend your energy there. And it's so shitty to be like, but the biggest thing I ever did, no one can see. We, I'm trying to like macro zoom out and be like, dude, I still at 43 just create shit. And that is how I pay for my life. And like, I want to be a bigger star. I want more fans. I want more money. I want all of it. But I'm taking that as a win. And I, I was texting with Chris Gethard about this the other day. He, fe- he feels the same shit. It's just like... Why are these assholes succeeding when we're not in a way that we want to succeed? And then you have to pan back and be like, but we are succeeding. We're living a creative life and paying for our lives and
2: our families. Yeah, you're just peeking doing, over yeah. the fence and of being like, but they but they have this. But just making the show itself was like huge. Ben, you lived in LA, as did I. We both spent time – You'd go to a coffee shop or a place, and you'd see someone sitting there, and they'd have stacks of papers, and they'd have their laptop, and you'd, you'd know that they've spent 10, 20 years of their life in LA trying to make a show or movie, whatever the fuck they're sitting there working on, and they've never even, like, gotten a sniff. I've I, I remember getting into, like ubers and having people be like do you do you know kevin spacey i'm trying to find kevin spacey because i wrote a script <laughs> of, like people have been rendered insane that's You're like true. we go drinking all the time <laughs> together <laughs> <laughs> Me and spacey but we are good there's friend. people those who are have lawyers. been like rendered <laughs> just nuts by trying yeah, to dude. make stuff yeah, and, and the fact right. that we got yeah. to make it and we met so many cool people we had such an awesome crew we had those great Memories. It is it is hard now to be like, oh man, I wanted to keep doing it, or I wanted to make a, another show like right, right after that. Like I uh, like I don't that's why I don't like using it as my credit. It's like it's a great memory. And if it was more like active or more recent, I'd be like, oh yeah, sure. But now I'm like, I'd I'd rather use the Grolic Saves the World podcast as my credit. I'd rather use, you know, use something else. But also what Andrew's because of that, it's like a bitter, very bittersweet kind of memory it is it is also kind of callous to think of these things
0: as like what value did it have because it's just like i think it just rules that we ever got to do it and i do wish people could see it because i'm proud of it but like we met so many of our comedy idols and they worked on the show they liked the show and they still respect the show and uh, you know, you talk to Rory and Kyle, and they're just like, "Dude, that was the most fun I've ever had on any fucking set ever." Like, please put me in anything ever you that you always do. These are like cool relationships that we have with people that I think will become more things. I don't. I
1: think we're all still in our creative prime, and and we'll it'll it'll work. I think for me, that's what hurts probably is the thing that I've stru- is um, people are like you said, like uh, you know, it feels petty or whatever i remember vividly i don't know if you remember this adam i think it was day two of filming i've told this story before we sat on the steps of our dressing room like our star wagon things the, the steps of those you were tying your shoe i'll never forget and it was a warm night out it'd been a well two- it was hard for
0: me i just i just learned how to tie yeah, yeah production made <laughs> so i looked l- over they're like we're not forget. doing this I anymore looked <laughs> over,
1: <laughs> i looked over at you adam <laughs> And you looked over at me exhausted after just two days of the first season. And I remember you said, did we just make the biggest mistake of our lives? Like, I remember you saying that because we were already exhausted after two days because we weren't used to the schedule. I mean, it's just long ass hot days and. Every amount of stress rewriting an episode in a classroom. Like I don't know if you remember, there was an episode yeah, where a particular I remember, cast that. Got There was sick. a few
2: times where we had to rewrite a scene right before the scene yep. happened. Yeah, 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 and that was thrilling.
0: Yeah, I, I loved that. that. I it was like, okay, was, let's
1: do it. Yeah, it, it it there was a lot of stuff. There's the episode that no one has ever seen there was an entire- oh you mean everyone i mean all 36 no well no but no there's a there's a lost that.
0: episode that yeah um, i know i know the lost episode there is, the is a Friends lost episode. episode
1: that people have not seen that the network canned because of a disagreement over it they thought it was too bizarre and it was not too bizarre it was absolutely no it's a, br- it's
0: a fucking great it's beautiful it's a great episode
1: and uh it there there were that people don't know that little thing of them canning that episode caused so many issues in, in our relationship with the network. And that was so fucking stressful that all of that, that we went through all these amazing highs and lows it feels as if it's just gone. And I'm just talking about something that never existed. And there's a part of me, I think that going forward, not that I won't, if somebody introduces me or recognizes me, um, from it, I I certainly will embrace it. But for me, I think going forward, I'm going to focus on what I'm doing now. I think i feel better about that. I think the climb is, you know what I mean? Yeah. I've been stuck a bit in the past.
2: Yeah. And and, in every episode, you know, we're like, well, what can you do going forward? How can we make Ben's world a better place? And with a situation like this, by extension, ours for sure. Yeah, I would say- a solution would be not only to concentrate on what you're doing going forward, but to look for opportunities to be creative that don't have gatekeepers for frustration. For me personally, I was like, I'm going to create my own game company and make games. No one no one tells me if I can or can't make a game. If I have an idea and I put in the work, I do it and it's done and I get to get it printed and I get to sit there and hold the little book in my hands and, and read it. And even that is like, Miles below making a TV show or movie, something like that. But just having a creative outlet that you don't have to be beholden to a, a a massive entertainment superstructure that you're like begging at the gates of is good. I think it's good for you and it's good if you have something that you can do and maybe it's your music. Like when you do spells... I spells is like Denver's best band. And you get to like channel creativity into that band in a way that no one, no one sends you back spells lyrics. At least I don't think they do, but maybe Rob does. Rob's like trite then, but you get to, you get to make the songs and you get to create this rad music. And there is no gatekeeper. There's no one pretending to listen to it and saying, no, there's no one uh, wasting your time uh pondering it you get to make it and you get to perform it and and have for fun sure. with it and having I think that those outlets is, is very very clutch I think for your mental that's
1: health That's been a, a one amazing big uh, on, on top of there was not only one there was a lot of amazing things that came out of that show the relationships we forged the fact that we there is like somewhere a video <laughs> there is a, a digital um Uh, catalog of, of what we created and that there's all of that, but there's also the fact that, yeah, I mean that, that show did afford us the ability to do this podcast, to do stand up, like to do things independently, uh, pretty easily you know, as a living. uh,
0: Absolutely. And I I do believe it will be resurrected somewhere. I think this is like legal turmoil from a takeover of a big, we know it is. We're being very cryptic.
1: There's something behind the scenes. So
0: yeah, yeah. It's like discovery bought Warner and it's caught in that legal mumbo jumbo. But like, I think we should always take pride in it. But more than that, I think you got to take pride in what you're doing currently. And that's what I would challenge you to do. When people talk up to me about those who can't now, Ben, especially in comedy settings, I just have a shorthand. I'm like, "Oh yeah, we did 3 seasons. It's so fucking funny. It's Cotton Streaming Limbo. Hope it'll hopefully be out there somewhere." And then I just move past it. Yeah. That's all I fucking I no, don't, that's I don't good get advice into it more sure. than that. And then and then they're like, "Oh, you did 3 shows." And then you tell them who was on it if they want to know more, and and that's that. It it'll, you'll see it someday. It's currently
1: in the quagmire. It sucks move on yeah you know yeah no that's and good focus thoughts. on what
0: you're you're, pr- you're proud of I'm now gonna,
1: i'm gonna do that i'm gonna do that just if it comes up i'm not gonna recoil be like just work to just be like i did do that that was a part of my life and uh now i'm you know on to new projects uh, th- other things that we're working on independently as well as and i and just focus on that because i i i, I I don't want to get stuck in a heyday thing. You know, I want to be proud of what I accomplished and move on.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think like, honestly, I bet a lot of our listeners can relate to that. It doesn't necessarily have to be a a TV show that they had. I think many people maybe feel, uh, you know, over the hill or like they, they've had their big moment. They've, they've peaked. I mean, when you, I'm sure we have a lot of former high school quarterbacks listening to this
3: podcast. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, this is the official
0: the energy, podcast
2: of former high the energy school quarterbacks.
0: we give off is a winner energy yeah. like that. and so It's those abusive coach. Are, it's abusive uh, coach, uh, yeah. and that's what makes right. a winning Definitely. high school QB. <laughs> this is the premier podcast of failed athletes. Yes. And I think a lot <laughs> of them know where you're coming from right now. But anybody can. I mean, whether you had – Th- that athletics in high school or uh, a job where you were kicking butt in your twenties and now you're not doing as well. Like I think people can relate to this beyond just having had chance, So we're show. like failed athletes, but not even athletic. I
2: feel we like it's worse now. Coaches. I feel like it's worse. We're,
1: we're, no, we're life coaches for failed <laughs> oh, athletes. And business is good. <laughs> yeah. Tell us if you have a story, if you can relate to that because we'd love to hear that for sure seriously
0: and how you're dealing with it or how you dealt with it because that could help us immensely, I think. I also say this as a guy who's been accused many times of being way too nostalgic, like I'm a nostalgic person. I Treat it like memories. You know what I mean? It's like you can't just live like, oh man, I used to be king shit in high school. That's a fucking loser. That's what I'm afraid of. But but celebrate those memories. I don't want to be
1: Uncle Rico, like the comedy version. But no one (laughs) thinks you're that. This is you putting that on you. No one thinks. That I just, about yeah, you. I think it's my own insecurities, and I definitely this this definitely helped. This was a good talk, dudes, and I think like uh, I definitely. St- struggle with that as people have noted I'm, I'm mentally ill and uh but i i do need to make a decision uh about this track suit i think we should make one uh, well, andrew all needs that to make bullshit decision. aside well let me decide for andrew all that oh. bullshit aside okay. we just said about hard nostalgia if andrew doesn't want those yeah uh give us the fucking clothes give us the track suit all that bullshit aside that belongs to us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it belongs. We're building a shrine. And if anyone here. finds, if anyone finds the
2: ladybug jacket, I was had the sweet, sweet holy shit uh, drive style was ladybug awesome. jacket. Was oh, I wanted it so bad. They wouldn't give it to me because they thought that we might bring it back in a future episode, and now it's lost to the world. But. If you come across that ladybug jacket, even though jacket. we're not supposed to dwell on it, if we get the ladybug jacket back, can
0: we all just wear our favorite? Those who can't Merch together, split one pack of cigs together. No one's there, but we just rip. Why do you cigs want to smoke and talk about,
1: with us Talk so about those bad. who can't. What is I don't your know, like? Why do you want to stop? That's where we're going to stop. It always comes yeah, back. Let's to take cigarettes a let's take a break. Let's take another you. break, and
2: this I is this breaks. is a stand up comedy break, and I say. Let's listen to a comic who you may have seen on those who can't. Currently streaming on HBO. <laughs> it's on. Uh, <laughs>
1: streaming on HBO with yeah. Hulu. You three
0: seasons, True <laughs> TV,
2: Smash Hit, Smash Hit.
0: It's those out who right can't. now.
2: It just came out.
1: Those who can't, uh, please enjoy this clip by Ben Roy, yeah, and we'll nice, be look back. Look what he just did. He knocked the lens out of my glasses. That's crazy. Well, maybe. <laughs> We'll be back. We'll be back with (laughs) the best act three
2: in the biz, so stay tuned.
1: I didn't want to do the show. My mom was like, you got to get up there. People need to laugh. And I was like, yeah, me. (laughs) Like, I need to fucking laugh. (laughs) Like, I do. This is the only fucking job on the planet where when I'm sad, I'm told to do my job. (laughs) to make you all fucking feel better. It's true, it'd be like an oncologist gets cancer and he's laying in bed and the nurse comes in and it's like, (laughs) paging doctor lazy. (laughs) I know you need a bone marrow transplant, but let's get you out of that bed and let's get you giving chemo to some of these other people. I need to be fucking cheered up. So I'm gonna ask you guys to do that tonight. I want you to cheer me up, all right? You're going to do it. Now, obviously, there's a lot of you in here, and we can't fucking do it all at at one time, Um, like or individually, so we're going to have to do it all at once, and it's going to have to be quick. But on the count of three, I want you all to make a noise or say something in unison or sing something, something you think that's going to cheer me up. Just fucking give it to me, because I do it for you all the fucking time! So I need you to fucking do this for me. On the count of three, cheer me up. Hit me with it. All right? Are you ready? One, two, three. (laughs) What the fuck did you say? Yours was so long. You were still, I don't know what to say anymore, but I just want you to know we're on your side. They all just went, woo. (laughs) Like... It didn't work. It didn't fucking work.
0: You have landed at the best place in the podcast world, the third act of The Grolic Saves the World. Welcome. It's good to have you here. We've got a lot of fun in store.
2: We have a lot more to dish about about our show, Those Who Can't, that we were going to save for our fourth act, which you can grab on Patreon. But we had many, many more thoughts and feelings to expunge about that. Yeah, so join us in the fourth act on Patreon.
0: We'll be talking lots more about Those Who Can't and uh, all the feelings we have about it. Ben, it's time for your unfortunately named <laughs> segment finally
1: some good fucking good news, fucking Did news. Did I do it right? it's like it f-a-k-k-i-n-g close. that's it finally finally some good fucking that's news. that's pretty fucking good dude finally some good fucking okay. news all right what do you got this is i like this one uh a a uh, a camera a, a wildlife camera uh, where everyone's waiting on the wildlife the camera. Seats, I mean, if you queue up any sentence with
2: wildlife camera, you've got me. I'm hooked. Start, I mean, start, me re- as well. start, start I reeling agree. me in because I'm not going to put up a fight. I don't know if Andrew's being facetious no. or not, but I love Sound the uh, earnestness horn. Oh, if you, oh, you, you start know? a sentence with a wildlife camera. I'm, I want to hear what. Well, okay, what then. Is
1: a wildlife camera in Thailand caught for the first time in 10 years. A mother tiger with her cubs—that has been a a sign of the resurgence of tigers in the natural world. Uh, And fuck, they haven't seen. I can be finished (laughs) recycling.
0: I am done. I am out.
2: This is good news to me to get a new tiger skin
1: rug. My old one is threadbare. (laughs) No, they're saying that tigers, tiger populations have remained stable. Or are increasing in their remaining strongholds, which are largely in China and Russia, India, Nepal, Bangladesh, Bhutan, and now Thailand, they're seeing a resurgence and uh, growth in population. And this has been 10 years of them tracking and and using bush cams and all of that. And this is the first time in a decade with Andrew, hold it together on bush cams. I'm not not, going to say anything. I'm I'm concentrating on the good news. I'm concentrating on the good news. (laughs) I could see.
2: I mean, I'm just saying we all know Adam has a Bush cam on his sexual terrace. He's got a Bush cam set up.
0: uh, Thailand's not the only tiger. They caught on that
2: Bush cam. I'll tell you that
0: right now, (laughs) but, but anyway, I'm sorry. sorry. uh,
1: They think there may be as many as 190 tigers living in the wild in Thailand right now. And that's almost triple from 2007, so the populations of tigers are making a wow, rebound. That is good news. That's uh, so. That's your good fucking news Go for the tigers! day. All tigers, I, I love and- tigers. By the way, the oceans are still boiling vats of plastic. Okay, okay, uh, stop. It's
2: only good news,
0: Andrew. It's only good news. to the plug <laughs> song.
2: Only good news. Bugs, bugs,
0: bugs, 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 Sweet. bugs. And now, Andrew, mm. I turn the plug mirror back unto
2: you. What do you got? Mm. Gaze upon Thank yourself. You. <laughs> the plug mirror uh, i've got two, you don't I've got thing plug
1: mirror but bush cam gets you that's that's a no, plug mirror was nothing plug right. mirror is no, nothing you don't uh, think as <laughs> deep as i do i guess you're not as deep a thinker <laughs>
2: uh, i have a show this week friday january 26th you northern coloradoans can catch me at high hops brewery in windsor windsor colorado i've heard the show is a ton of fun and I'm excited to finally have it work out where I can do it. So check that out this Friday, January 26th. And in a couple of weeks, I'm taping my third album slash special at the Denver Comedy Underground, February 9th and 10th. Get those tickets. We'll put the link in the notes. I'll be right in the heart of downtown Denver. It's a fun space. And I want to hear your laughs on my third oh, yeah. Fly in, album. in for that shit. Make you. a trip
1: out of it. People... Go see that. I've, I'm not joking when I say Andrew is the funniest stand-up comic. And I always feel after, it's after true, I'm, it's not true. Well, it, I mean. after you know, once Adam drops out at number three, the jump. You know, it's it, it, it's <laughs> close between Andrew. I'm
2: behind and producer Ron. Yes. Yes. <laughs> what? What a funny
1: man. Funny, ben, what funny do you got? man. Um. I. I got plugs. Uh The Spells Rock and Roll Machine is winding back up for the beginning of 2024. Our first shows of the year, February 2nd and 3rd. Uh, We're doing some shows with our pals at Oscar Blues. So uh we're playing in Denver, February 2nd, and Colorado Springs, February 3rd. Those shows are going to be so fun and packed. So get your tickets now to come see spells and sing along and dance to the rock and roll. Adam, what's the use, My Uscots? new special, Wallpaper,
0: blood? is now available for free. Yes. It's been for purchase only. It's now for free to the world on 800 Pound Gorilla's YouTube channel. Wallpaper is out there. Please give it a watch. And while you're looking for comedy, why don't you look no further than the Grawlix Live show, January 27th. We got a banger as usual. Come join us for the first show of the year. I would like to take a stab. At the quick credits. You ready for it? No. Random. That's
1: been my. Here we go. Okay, go.
0: You go. I want to see you. As always, thank you to our producer, Reich. (laughs) Fuck. As always. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. did you wow. just call him no, 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 the right, no. right? Let's not get no, over no, this. No, Ron's right. got a pass. Did you call him the right? <laughs> Thank you to our producer Ron Doyle. Also, big thanks to Mike Henderson for his help recording at our live show. Theme music, as always, provided by the lovely Charlie Continental. You can follow us on social media at Grolix Comedy and support us and get ad-free episodes and other perks on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Grolix Saves. We will be back next Tuesday for We oh, Are A there Weekly Podcast. You fucked that that's up, a
1: fucked that's, that's a that different part. That's a different part. It's not a different part. You paused. Everybody felt that beat. It We will it be was crazy. back
0: next Tuesday for We Are A Weekly Podcast. You know it because you subscribe. Tell your friends about us. In the meantime, Ben. Play
1: us out, Charlie. <laughs>